What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Manny Garavito here. Back at it again. Where we go live every day with the locals of Miami and uh, have a talk about, uh, well, actually, we're, we're, we're doing a promo, guys. We are doing uh, 10 days of dating advice for all the people of Miami, because I know it's hard dating out there. But first of all, thank you all for coming out to the live stream recording. And for those listening in, thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're too kind. Thank you. How are you? Oh, what's up, KM? I'm just uh, Billet Jen Desiree. Welcome to the chat, guys. So uh, I think currently we're on day number eight. Well, the countdown is day number three. We're currently eight more days left till Valentine's Day. Let me see if I got my math right. Let me see. Uh, six. Oh, no, actually, Valentine's, yeah, eight days, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four. I don't know. I think my math is off. It's, some, it's something like that. What's up, swag hi-hat? Uh, and we're talking about dating. So what's your dating life like? What are you currently going through? A lot of people go through lots of obstacles because uh, not only is Miami uh, a very weird place to find someone special, because there's just so many of them. You know, how many six-pack abs and guys with yachts are available. It's, it's overwhelming. Oh, my God. He's got <laughs> big booty everywhere. Uh, so the city of Miami is a very particular place to fall in love. However, this is the city that we live in. And this podcast is specifically made for the people of Miami. So, uh, you know, you're shit out of luck. If you're not married uh, by the age of 30 in Miami, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm just being satirical, guys. All right. What's up, Dr. Kerry? I'm just being satirical and cynical. That's the job of a comedian. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to the weather here in Miami. Uh, very bipolar, just like the dating options we've got here. Extremely bipolar weather. From Monday till about Friday, we had nothing but blue skies and sunshine. And then now, uh, you know, it's all wet and dark and the sun didn't even come out. I don't even, I don't even think we had sunshine today. We look like Seattle. None of a gray skies all over the place. But you know what? You got you to gotta take in those days every once in a while, right? You got to enjoy those days where it's just rainy, it's gray, and there's nothing going on. It's, it's like a little bit of peace. You know, everybody's home, not a lot of things to do outside. It's very enjoyable. I enjoyed it. You know what I did today? I went to a garden in Sunset, some, some botanical garden. I walked around. It's, it was sprinkling in, the, you know, like that, that sprinkle, you know, that rain sprinkle. I'm walking around looking at all these beautiful plants. And then I want to go have ice cream. And I'm like, ah, Saturday well spent on a rainy day. You got to enjoy your time out, guys, even if it's raining, right? What's up, Steffi? Uh, Diamond. Jacqueline Marie, welcome to the chat. Get Deco. What's up, guys? All right, so today we're going to be talking about the dark side of comedy. Uh, we currently have a few more days left of dating advice. This is the theme. And the reason why we're giving out dating advice, guys, is because not only is your boy uh, uh a dating aficionado. Not only have I been in and out of the dating life consistently, but uh, we've also have a big virtual event coming up on Valentine's Day. So if you're single, all right, the Cupids of Comedy, which is the first, I mean, we've done matchmakers before, but the first ever Cupids of Comedy virtual event for singles on Valentine's Day. If you're single, Valentine's Day uh, from 7 to 8.30 p.m., we're going to be getting together 
and we're going to be talking some shit. All right. And then you are going to be a part of the show. Haven't been here in ages and we don't miss you. Chris Payway. What's up? Inexplicable. We don't miss you, buddy. All right. Good riddance. You actually ruined the streak. The show is doing great without you. <laughs> What's up, Jenny? Uh, so, yeah. Cupid's of Comedy, Valentine's Day, 7 to 8.30 p.m. And uh, you, if you purchase your uh, Zoom link, which is donation-based, you pay your own price, you're going to be part of the show and you're going to be able to share with us your, uh, your stories uh, being single. You know, you know, share some juicy gossip. Share some gossip with everybody. Let us know. What is your dating life currently like? We've actually had a lot of fun. When it used to be called the Miami uh, Comedy Matchmaker, we had a whole bunch of fun, man. Like, and it was none but fine ladies, like all over the place, fine ass ladies. And like two guys that wanted to pay $10. They're like, oh, $10, man, that's a lot of money. And then they go in, 18 fucking women, single, ready to mingle, and just two guys. Hey, guys, I can afford $10. Ain't this a shame, ladies? Huh? Can you believe it? Only two guys are here because they, they're the only ones that paid. Hell, there was even times where like a guy which would use the, the free link for the, for the ladies would show up on the event and then be like, oh, it's not free? No, it's $15 on the day of the, the event. Oh, okay, never mind. And then he leaves. I'm like, dude, didn't you see all the options you had? Look at all the squares around you. Why would you want to leave? Because it's $15, bro. Yeah, ladies, he wasn't worth it in the first place. <laughs> oh, man, can you imagine? Fucking, you, you, he buy, he, that's the kind of person that would buy himself ice cream and then say, you got yours, right? <laughs> oh, man. Damn, you promising a harem, Manny? No, I'm promising options. Uh, really quality options, because think about it. Not only are they single, not only are they ladies, but they also know how to go into a virtual event, which is impressive, okay? <laughs> right, you don't want to be going out with somebody that has a hard time entering a Zoom call. What button do I press? Why is my microphone not working? Uh, my camera, for some reason, makes me look blurry. How do I switch the settings? Oh, not, not the right person to date. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the dark side of comedy. I mean, dark, yeah, dark side of comedy. The dark side of dating. They both have dark sides. All right, so the dark side of dating, what I've realized is this, guys. Um, when it comes to dating, if you're attractive or if you talk to someone that's attractive, whether it be uh, man or woman, uh, quality people are talking to multiple uh, people. And that's what, that will always be uh, the truth. They might tell you differently. Oh, I haven't had sex in two years. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's probably the biggest lie. When somebody tells you that they haven't had, if they're attractive and they said that they've been celibate, that's, that's a lie. Straight up, that, is, that will forever be a lie. Uh, so I just wanted to get that out of the way because I know a lot of people out there trying to get away with that shit. And I know, I know it's not fucking true, all right? We're human. We, temptation is knocking on our door when we're attractive, all right? Tempti temptation is right around the fucking corner waiting for us. And we see it every day. Can you imagine being an attractive woman, how many times you get hit on? Not only in the streets, but online. You know, it's so easy. It's two buttons away to get in contact with somebody. Two buttons in. And for a guy, you know, if a guy is, you know, I wouldn't say just handsome, but, you know, handsome. He's got his life together. He's wealthy. You know, that whole thing, you know, he's got a future. 
Yeah, ladies can recognize that too. And then he's got, he's got his little, and especially if he has game. So like for the ladies, if she's extremely attractive, she has options and will forever have options because she's attractive. That's just the nature of things. People will be reaching out to her and she will have prospects <laughs> and she will be talking to multiple people at the same time. And she most likely will lie to them all saying they're the only ones. And the same thing goes for the guys and the guys, if he has game, it's charming, He's got his life together, you know, a little bit of wealth, a little bit of freedom. It's fun to be around. He's got options, right? He's going out. He's seeing various, you know, girls on the DL. And then he tells them all, you're the only one I'm seeing, right? (laughs) I don't want nothing serious, but you're the only one I'm seeing. So what I'm trying to get at is, guys, uh, when it comes to the dark side of dating, if you find someone attractive, you're not the only one. Bottom line. Okay, so that will forever be a problem. And you know why it's become more of a problem now than ever before? Because the internet has allowed us all to connect. And because of that connection, we're now flirting. And because of that flirting, we're now getting intimate with likes and DM sliding and dick pics, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, Inexplicable says, what's up, Aika? What's up, Anitza? What's up, guys? Yeah, we're here talking about the dark side of dating. Um, So... Inexplicable says, that reminds me of your bit that you can't be the corporate real estate professional guy sending dick pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really see how that fits in, but yeah, I mean, that's good advice, right? If you've got a corporate job, don't send dick pics. Now, if you're a business owner, (laughs) that's another story, (laughs) right? Because business owners, they're doing it for the freedom, you know, and maybe sending a couple of dick pics might be included in that freedom. I got, I'm a self-employed entrepreneur. And the reason why I send dick pics is because I wanted that freedom. All right. I don't have to answer to no boss. Who are you going to rat? Who, who are you going to tell I sent a dick, to, a dick pic to my boss? Yeah. Right. Get out of here. Right. So that's the freedom. So anyways, uh, back to it. So the dark side of co- uh, the dark side of dating, you got to focus, Manny, focus. You're on a dating campaign. All right. The dark side of dating is this. Uh, attractive people will always have options. Quality people will always have options. And quality people will most likely lie to you saying they don't have other people. <laughs> All right, that will forever be a thing and it will, it will, it'll probably get worse. I believe in the future that uh, quality, attractive people that, get the, that have their stuff together will have like a, a, a a getaway, uh, what do they call those cards? Like a card that they can pull uh, to have like a harem or multiple dating partners at the same time. I think, it, I think attractive people will eventually come to the point where um, if they ever give somebody a shot, you've got to sign the terms and conditions that there will be more <laughs> than just you. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I'll give you a shot, Sam. But uh, you should know that a woman of my caliber is seeing more than one person. So before I allow you to take me out on a date, I'm going to need you to sign these terms and conditions saying that you're okay with the fact that I'm seeing other people at the same time. Now, with that being said, you can't use anything against me once you find out who these said people are. (laughs) I think in the future, that's what's going to happen. Like there's going to be so many options uh, for attractive people uh, that, uh, you know, you're just going to have to go through that. You know, the guys too. Uh, look, uh, so what do you, what have you got to offer for my attention? Uh, well, I'm attractive and I got a vagina. I was like, all right, well, you know, 
I'm seeing some women that are around that same thing, you know, doing the same thing. They're attractive and they've got a vagina. So uh, would you mind being a part of the group that I'm assembling here? All right, go ahead and sign these terms and conditions. <laughs> because look at me, huh? <laughs> I got money. I got six pack abs. All right. Um, I think that's, I think that's going to be the dark side of comedy. I mean, fuck. Manny, get your shit together. Dark side of dating. Fuck. <laughs> Dark side of dating will be that in the future, attractive people or the people that you're, you're attracted to will most likely have multiple partners and you will have to be one of them. Now, is this the scenario for all types of people? No, most likely not. I'm saying, you know, generic and I'm also not a sociologist or into social sciences. So this is coming straight from my gut. Am I a professional? No, but I'm assuming the, the way the internet is going and the way that I see things in my dating life, this is, this is the trend where everybody is just going to have options. And then when they really want to settle down, they're just going to have to like pick and choose. Like if it was the, a game of the price is right. Right. Let's make it. No, like a game of let's make a deal, you know, and let's make a deal when you got to choose a door. It's almost like the door is transparent to be like, all right, Manny, you've got three options. You're reaching 40 and you've got to settle down and start a family. Which one will you choose? You've got Samantha, which is a little bit toxic, but she's a blonde and she will never gain weight because she's got the right kind of genetics. And she also has those little freckles you like. On door number two, we have a, we have a lady that makes her own money. She's a boss bitch, entrepreneur, just like you, but she probably most likely will stab you. <laughs> And hand you divorce papers while you're bleeding. <laughs> and in door number three, and you're just like, hmm, I got to settle down. I mean, I got to make a decision here, right? All right, let's go with number two. I'll take the stabbing. <laughs> What's a little blood, huh? <laughs> What's up, uh, Marty? What's up, W. Marsh? Uh, you don't want a bitch that no one else wants. Patrice O'Neill. Exactly. Patrice O'Neill, man. What a... What a blessing of a comedian Patrice O'Neill was. Like, he really understood uh, a lot of things. Like, that guy was so outspoken and really, uh, yeah, that guy was just way ahead of his time, man. It's a damn shame he passed. Um, so I'll tell, you, I'll tell you guys a story. Well, before I get into the story, let me get into the uh, reads here. All right, so this show is sponsored by LEU Venus, who is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he's got health insurance answers. Reach out to him. L-E-U Venus, that's E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. Woo! All right. So um, I'm going to share with you guys a story. I think I may have shared this months ago, but I'll, I'll go ahead and share it again. Um, the first time I ever got in touch with this uh, dark side, of uh dating is uh one time i was on a date and uh, it was it was when miami still had this bar called um love hate there was a bar in miami beach called love hate oh man i'll never forget this place it was actually a nice bar and uh we matched and i, I went to go see her at this at this bar right and it was late at night it was her and her friend and i met up with them and her friend was like cock blocking and kind of like getting all like in the way and shit and kind of just like, um, you know, like she, she was like, um, 
oh, you want to fuck my friend? I'm going to allow you to fuck my friend. Yeah, you know, that whole thing. And then, you know, I, I was like disarming and kind of like trying to make her calm down and not to be so, you know, bitchy or whatever. And then uh, then her friend was like, all right, I approve. You can go ahead and dance with them. It's okay. And then she go, she was, she left and started dancing with someone else. So it's now me and the date, right? And we're dancing and we're grinding and we're doing our thing, right? We're really like, we're really feeling it. We're like, yo, this is going to go down. It's, it's going to happen. And then uh, she gets a text message and she looks at her phone and she kind of has like this look of disbelief. And you could see her like reading it and like, like looking away from her phone and then looking back at it. And then she looks at me and she goes, I, I'm going to need you to pretend to be my cousin. I'm like, why? It's like, cause my boyfriend is coming. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Your boyfriend. It's like, yeah, I know. But like, uh, you know, this isn't really important. I mean, so if you want to stick around, you're going to have to pretend to be my cousin. And I'm like, all right, I'm your cousin. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to do this. Right. Like I made a conscious decision where I'm like, I- I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the cousin so that I can uh, bang this girl on the DL. Right. So I'm pretending to be her cousin. Right. And then like she pushes me away, gives me a little bit of distance. And now we're dancing like apart and like <laughs> we're mixing our drinks. So where are you from? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm from Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. I do banking. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So it got, it, it was like, it went from like, boom, 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 getting all up in that shit. Right. I'm all up in her hair, smelling her shit. Right. And then all of a sudden it just broke. And then now we're far away. Like, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. So now it's like the vibe is dying. Um, so <laughs> thinking back of this is wild. So um, she, she then looks at her phone. Sub Tobias over on YouTube, shout out. So then she looks at her phone again and she's like, all right, he's not coming. He's not going to come. I'm like, all right, cool. So we went back to grinding. Boom, 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 boom. And it's going down. Like when we grind, man, it's going down. Like you could feel the sex already. So uh, she, lives in, she lives in South Beach. And so she invited me back to her place. And uh, we, I noticed when I walked into her place, uh, I, I realized that the walls had like these bed sheets because she lived with her roommate, uh, uh, which was the girl she was with at, at the bar. And the bed sheets would be hanging from like clotheslines from the, on the ceiling down. So that's how like they would separate the rooms because it was a studio, right? So the studio had like these sheets separating each room or whatever. And I'm like, all right, kind of weird. So you kind of like walk into this, <laughs> you walk into this place and it's just me and her and, you know, and we fucking, right? And we fucking well, round after round of drunk sex, right? And uh, I remember that, you know, we were like doing fun things. We were watching TV, taking breaks. We were like running through the sheets and chasing each other naked. It was a lot of fun. Like it was one of those moments where it's like, yo, we're really going to enjoy our company right now. And uh, yeah, so it, it like, Thinking back on this one night stand, it was it was enjoyable. Um, but now uh, it was also fucked. I mean, it's been fucked up since then. But like, this is probably one of the worst dating stories of my life because we're we're sitting on our couch, and then she says, "All right, now my boyfriend really is coming," because she keeps like looking at her phone and it's blowing up, and she's like texting. And then I go, "All right, then I'm gonna go." Right, which is the ideal scenario. I'm gonna go. So she goes, "What do you not understand?" where I told you that my cousin is in town. And I said, what do you mean? She's like, I need a cousin. 
because that's the story I told this guy. I need somebody to be my cousin. And I go, oh, I'm still going to do this? Right? Like, I'm still going to do this? And then I decided to do it. So she turned off the lights, and I, <laughs> I pretended to, to be asleep on her couch. And then, like, her boyfriend actually did show up. <laughs> it was a true story. Like, this, this was a... And he was a big dude. Like he was like those big, fat, bearded, tattooed artist looking guys. So he can clearly, this guy can clearly kick my ass, right? This guy was huge, right? I mean, I only saw his silhouette and I kind of was like, I didn't want to make it obvious, but like I'm peeking, right? Like through the bed sheets, like I'm listening to a scary bedtime story. Like what the fuck is that guy? Big dude, heavy set guy walking around uh, the place. And then he goes back to her room and dude, I, I heard him fucking. And because of the, sh- the bed sheets uh, separating the rooms, I heard them fucking and he was fucking her well. And he was fucking her to the point where I think he was like, whoever that guy is, whether he's your cousin or not, he's going to hear me clapping these cheeks. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you hard, bitch, because that guy is going to know that you're mine. And this guy all, and what am I going to do? I'm not going to leave, right? I'm not going to walk out while they're banging. <laughs> Hell, I might even walk by their bed while because <laughs> of the sheets. Uh, don't mind me guys, just the cousin. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> hey, put it on your jacket. Hey, you keep doing your thing, bro. Yeah, you're doing it. That's what's up, man. All right. Hey, I'm going to go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then the guy, like an hour later, the sun's coming up. Right. And then the guy leaves and then she comes back out. Uh, they're watching the show. You just broke up a man. Dude, this was back in 2000, uh, like six. It was a long time ago. And then, uh, yeah, then she can't. Well, she, you know, the worst thing is she had the audacity to come back out where I was like laying down. Uh, yeah, I know. Immaculate. He just got all, all sloppy seconds, stirs and forth. I know. But this girl had no shame. I actually believe that she probably had, a, like, she fetishized the situation. Like, she fetishized the fact that she was uh, cheating on him and, and the person that she was cheating with was in the room while her... It was weird, but it almost felt like she set the whole thing up for her own amusement because when, when her boyfriend left, she came back to the couch and uh, she laid down next to me. And she goes, I told you I'd get rid of him. I'll never forget the way she said it to me because she said it like it was a secret. <laughs> She's like, I told you I'd get rid of him. I was like, yeah, 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 you fuck. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Um, so, yeah, I got up. I put my shoes on. She was passed out asleep. That's how good the guy fucked her, that she actually passed out. <laughs> and while I was putting my shoes on and getting dressed, I got in my car and I'm driving and the sun was coming up and I'm like, what the fuck was that? What was that? This is insane. I can't believe I just was, I just became a victim of this. Okay. You got cucked by the guy you cucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got reverse cucked and recut. <laughs> exactly, man. So uh, the reason why I share this story with you is because ever since then, uh, remember how the podcast before we were talking about how you got to have good communication. 
once you start having really good communication with your dating partners, they're going to let you in on these uh, secret sides of their lifestyle, right? They're, they're, they're kind of like going to show you, it's like, I cheat on my boyfriend, or they're going to show you, I talk to multiple people, and they're going to show you that you're not the only option, because they know you get it. They're like, oh, you're one of, you're one of us. You're a, you're a dark side dating guy. So I'm going to tell you that you're not the only one. And I'm going to tell you that I see other people. And I'm even going to complain about said other people to you because you're, you, you get it, right? So when you communicate, well, one of the things that I would recommend is uh, jealousy. Throw that shit out the window, um, especially when it's not serious because no one is entitled to you, right? You're, you're, no one is entitled to be uh, exclusive to anybody unless it's official, right? Unless there's a dating thing, there's a contract, right? There's a term and conditions. Um, so yeah, if you don't get jealous, you can kind of be one of these uh, agents of the dark side of dating. And they, would all, they too will also understand um, that uh, you also have um, options and partners. And all. Dude, there's been times where I go on dates, right? And while this girl, you know, girls are showing me stuff on their phone and while she, while she's showing me stuff on her phone, she's getting like Tinder notifications. <laughs> and then like, and then she doesn't even like acknowledge it. She's kind of like, ah, you get it. You know, you're a Tinder date yourself. So yeah, anyways. Um, right. Like they don't try to hide it because they, they know you're like an insider. And you know, that's the whole point of this podcast is um, the dating world is fucked <laughs> and it's going to get even more fucked. So if you're, if you're traditional when it comes to dating if you find someone else that's traditional in the same sense, you know, the kinds of people that actually want to settle down, the kinds of people that are monogamous, the kinds of people that only want to find the love of their life or their soulmates or their twin flames or whatever you want to call it. Uh, when you find those people, make sure that uh, if you're also the same, if you think the same way, make sure that you keep them and nourish that because a lot of people of quality, they don't want that anymore because they can, they see the power, they see the potential. Oh, I don't have to just dedicate myself to one person anymore. I can be, uh, I can be a player or I can have, I can be, you know, have a lot of boyfriends and you know, this one takes me on trips. This one takes me on dinner. Girls do that shit. Same thing with guys. Guys have like, Oh, I got my little, uh, Jamaican girl over here. I got my little, uh, redhead over here. You know, all the, like, that's just the dark side of dating, guys. Quality people, attractive people, they will and forever always have options and prospects. All right? So thank you for tuning in to the uh, Miami Comedy Podcast. Uh, Inexplicable says, have you ever seen that Susie again? If so, uh, how awkward was that? No, she texted me the next day. Hey. <laughs> I, yeah, that's the, that, that was the last time we, we made a connection. She just texted me the next day. Hey. And I didn't respond. And then that was, that was it. That was the last I ever heard of her. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. We continue 10 days of dating advice leading up to February 14th, Valentine's Day. Uh, we've got the Cupids of Comedy happening on Zoom. All right, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Go to cupidsofcomedy.com so that we can all discuss and share our funny dating stories and uh, have a proactive conversation on how you can find someone special. And then that way, you know, being single on Valentine's won't feel so bad. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Have a great night.